Alrighty, welcome to the Tailgate Talk. My name is Cole McNana. We are here for the first episode of the Tailgate Talk. We are setting up for the Tailgate. We are joined by Evan Costello with Scott DiCapo. How, gentlemen? Hey, how people. Are we? Hey, hey! Beautiful night out there in Arkansas, Evan. Where Evan is? Where are you doing? Up? What are you looking at? Huh? I'm looking at a beautiful, beautiful cotton candy sky behind me, and I mean like. You guys saw my Snapchat earlier. Oh, wait, no, you didn't. You saw my FaceTime earlier, and it's, it's phenomenal. I got to tell you. People it quite is. The best. It's the weirdest thing. I mean, being from Massachusetts, and Cole, perhaps you can weigh in on this, but being from the north where there's, like, kind of mountains, and then coming down here, big sky country kind of makes sense because there's so much of it, and I didn't there's think that so was much a real sky. thing. There's a lot of I sky. didn't realize it either. Yep. You, had to, you have to really come down here to experience that, and... Our correspondent still in Massachusetts is Scott, and uh, he's not quite looking at as pretty of a sky, I guess, huh? No, he's not. I'm staring at the goddamn stars right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's still bright And it's out. so like, cold even during the summer up here. It's already cold? What do you mean? It, it still manages to be cold. Like, at night, it's just a little too unmuggy. So, the first topic, uh, we are getting set up. We are set up. We've got our drinks. We've got the meat going on the grill. We are ready for the tailgate. We are getting into the tailgate. And uh, what we're going to be talking about first, it. what are we going to be talking about first is baseball. We're tailgating some baseball because baseball is back. Scott, the schedule was finally released. What do you have from the Diamond? So let's talk about the Red Sox schedule. Okay. Um, so 10 of their 40 games are going to be played against New York, and seven of which will be played in New York. Trash. Now, I just – I, I have one thing to say about this, and I'm so glad that David Price is nowhere near our team <laughs> yes. this year because he would have gotten shelled every time he pitched in that goddamn Little League ballpark. Not to mention not to mention that he opted out of L.A. He's yes. not playing. Yes. What do you think the, uh, the over-under is for the amount of games that the Red Sox win against New York this season? Over-under... It's going to be tough to go in there and steal some games, but I think that uh, what do they have a three game set at home there at the end? I think uh, probably going to be like four games. I think I think I think they might steal a fifth there, Scott. I'm I'm going to take the over there on whatever line you're going to set there. I'm going under without Erod, who came down with well, COVID nineteen. That's a different story. We'll get to that next here in a little bit. Evan, what do you say? I'm going to go under. Oh yeah. Yep. I don't like it as much as it pains me to say. I think I'm going to have to agree. Uh, I. I don't see them winning a lot of games against that. That, that kind of love how team. we're playing basically a double A team to start the season when we're going down <laughs> to Baltimore. I mean, that will be that, you laugh, but I mean, we're going to be met by a double A team, right? Like we're, you know, which <laughs> by the way, now that I just said that, let's give a quick let's give a quick shout out to all the minor league baseball teams because. And I, one thing I will say about David Price is that you guys hear that he gave what he gave like a thousand dollars to every minor league player. That's a big move. It's like yeah. 200 grand. Good right. on him. Good for him. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not getting $96 million from the Dodgers, so he might as well. But, I mean. Not his money. I think we need to talk further about, like, do we really think we're going to play this year, boys? Like, let's. I think that is the big question. And they just had all those tests delayed for a long time. And, like, everybody was starting to close down camps and, like, start to really not be able to play. And I don't know, man, if, if – if guys keep keep testing positive, I really don't see how how they play 
any sort of game at all. You know, every every so, every sport's going to be touching something at some point. I think they've got to at least attempt to play through this. But I think that at the point where it's overwhelming for the rosters to keep up with the demand, I think there's going to be one team that has to withdraw. Like they did in the, uh, the MLS tournament. It's oh, yeah. in Orlando. There you go. So, okay. recent expansion team, Nashville FC, they had five players test positive overnight. And they, along with, I think it's the Houston Dynamo, they had to withdraw from that tournament completely. And Very I think those two are the only MLS teams to withdraw as of yet so far. Yeah. Very interesting that they uh, tested positive overnight like that. But uh, I guess somebody else trying to make it work down there in Orlando is the NBA. And they've got the bubble set up at least a little bit. So, Evan, do you have some thoughts on, on the bubble that they're trying to, trying to protect in Orlando? That I think it could work. It's just like that you just kind of have to. I mean, I don't. I don't really want to go too deeply into this, but the fact that like, the fact that they have to wear that ring. Have you guys seen that? Like the ring they have to wear. Uh, yeah, yeah, that thing is sick. It's we sick, need more. Of them. Like, dude, no offense, but fuck the NBA. Give that to like healthcare officials. Like, give that to a nurse. <laughs> like, yeah. they probably need that. You know what I mean? And I, I yeah. mean, they're gonna get continuously tested, and I haven't been tested once, and I probably need to be. But I mean, it's it kind of all goes down to do you trust your players do you trust your coaching staff do you trust like the people in your clubhouse and i mean you guys saw that and scott i think you sent me that article that was like this guy was uh having like a, a mini farm league down in florida during this whole covid thing and i mean you know i, I don't want that guy yeah. in my clubhouse if i'm like if i'm running a baseball club and that's what he's doing in, in a time like this like how'd that happen like how, how's that gonna work I, I can't trust people like that. So, I mean, it, it kind of all comes down to, like, they're, they're, they're playing because it's their job. And they're playing, like, they agree to that whole thing with the contracts and how, it, you know, it being prorated. But, like, you're putting people at risk. You re- I mean, it re- yeah. really – and it, their, job, really their job, if, if so facto, just happens to be for our entertainment. So, like, that's kind of – you know, like I, I don't want to put anybody at risk for that. Even like I, I hate the Yankees. I don't want them anyone anyone there to get sick. But I'm gonna be on the side of we're gonna play until they tell me I can't, because that, I was like on the side of we're not gonna play until they tell me we can. So now that we have this whole thing set up, uh, the Red Sox are gonna suck this year. That's my take on my favorite team. And uh, I hey, love they might the go first... with a couple openers. The first, well, what I want to talk about real quick is, like, who do we think on the Astros is going to get beamed first? <laughs> and where? My vote is... Got to be Altuve. No, I'm going to go Bre- I'm gonna go Bregman right in the ass. Like, right on the side of the meat. Just be like, hey. And he's just going to be like, all right. Because you knew he was the first one who opened his mouth. And then, he, oh, he's, he's going to get beamed. You know he's going to get beamed. I think it's just going to take somebody throwing one like in the vicinity of somebody's head to be tossed out immediately and and it's going to get shut down right away because everybody knows about it. There's no way it's going to go for all 60 games, although (laughs) it would be impressive if somebody got hit every single one of the 60 games. Yeah, I mean it wouldn't it wouldn't be the weirdest thing you've ever heard. And I oh, so you're talking like the old yeah. Manny Ramirez thing where like you threw it yep. you threw it in the strike zone and you'd be like, "Hey, you motherfucker." Like you'd be exactly you'd be all angry. You know what I can't wait for? What can't that? you wait for, Scott? 
when the Astros play the Dodgers, I think late July. Yes. Might be wrong on that. They're on they're on uh Fox. They're gonna be on national national TV that night. July twenty eighth yep. at nine ten PM. Eastern time. How many times are the bench gonna clear that night? No, none. I get dude, they're not gonna allow that. During during COVID, I no. thought about that myself. Like Dude, if one of the like these kids have have an attitude on the Astros, so if I peg Correa, and he's gonna like he he could charge the mound if I peg him twice in two days in a series, they're not gonna like. There's no way they're gonna be like they will cancel the season for that team, and they will be rightfully deserved. Like if you clear the benches during a pandemic, where you're even lucky that you're playing, you're even lucky that you're getting paid. <laughs> let alone that, there's no chance they're gonna let them clear. Imagine brawling without fans. That would just be stupid. How awkward that is. That would just be dumb. Right. So there you go. So that's that's what we can talk about next is, do we think fans will be in attendance? Do you think fans will eventually get filtered in? Do you think they'll be they'll allow, like, a couple thousand fans to come in, like, later in the season? Like, how what what's going to happen if professional sports don't have fans in the stadiums? Absolutely no shot there's going to be fans this year until there's a vaccine. Because, I mean – the dialogue two months ago was that we saw Florida and Arizona as these havens. And I think a lot of people flocked to them and in doing so they kind of turned a blind eye to what was going on. Mm-hmm. And now everything, like all the positive rates are through the roof. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous to think that in two months time that this is going to allow for fans to be in the arenas. So I think like, I just don't see it happening. I think in things like this, there's a silver lining, which is weird, but I mean, if you think about it, like we're all from, everybody on this podcast is from Boston, and we come from a place Boston. where baseball, like the energy that's in Fenway, the energy that's in Yankee Stadium, the energy that's in Wrigley, like it really, it really is unmatched, and it's like people just don't get it unless they go there. Like I remember a, a kid met me who was a he's from LA, but raised in Philly, and like those are two pretty substantial ball clubs. And then he con- – or, sorry, not ball clubs, baseball, pro- like, you know, whatever you want to call it. Sorry. Clubs. And then you can edit that out too, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, dope. <laughs> he came to Boston, and he loved it. He was just like, dude, this is a, a Wednesday night under the lights. Like, this is unmatched. I can't believe I'm even here. Like, this is it, – it, it feels like it's the World Series. So, you take that and then you take all of the fans and all of the energy out of every ballpark in the country at once. Programs like the Mariners, who haven't been good for a while. Programs like the Orioles, who haven't been good for a while. Programs like the Athletics and the Brewers, who are like on that fringe area of being really, really, really good. You're all going to have level playing field. So you're like your fandom is going to be registered by your Instagram account, which is stupid, your social media presence and viewership. And at this point, like I kind of think it's been proven that no one real like people just want to complain about missing sports. They don't miss sports. Like, are you guys watching South Korean baseball? No, like you're not watching. Yeah, that. I am. Well, yeah, right, I, am. But, I mean, what I think you guys should miss <laughs> <Low-end-y> dinos. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, shout out them. But like, I think, like I for one I'm like oh my god like I miss sports and like but I'm gonna be completely honest here probably every the only thing I know about baseball like during the current season is when I get a notification from ESPN saying that we lost to the Yankees or that we beat the Braves like that's that's my that's my upkeep with the Red Sox season 
And then every week I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, my dad's in town. Let's watch a game. Or like if I'm, if I'm down the Cape and I got my cuffy sweatshirt on and my father's cooking some hot dogs, I'll be like, okay, well, in the meantime, during in between American Ninja Warrior and uh, the USA Network, I might just switch to Nesson and catch a game. If there's a like a, a matinee game, we're talking like Cubs, White Sox, or Cardinals. whatever. Yeah, some, yeah, you know, other game that I would never watch in American history. Throw that on? Absolutely. I'm here for it. What are your thoughts on pumping in crowd noise? So I saw uh, a video of Justin Turner hitting a home run in in, their, in Dodger Stadium there, and they were pumping in the crowd noise. And as the ball was rising and going over the fence, the crowd sounded to come up and roar and, and then celebrate the, the ball going over the fence. So how do you feel about that? Definitely here for it. think it could work. I think so they're, they're actually doing something in England – during the Premier League soccer yeah. games, and they're playing in the music from FIFA games, like the Xbox video games, <laughs> and it sounds pretty legit. And it makes you a believer that it's actually real football. Sorry, soccer, soccer. Thank you, soccer. Um, that is very interesting, and I have I have seen that a little bit, and I saw in like I think in the Bundesliga they had cutout cardboard cutouts of the fans to at least like make it look like there are people in the stadiums. I know in Korea, they put the stuffed animals in there too. So what do you guys think about that? What do you SpongeBob. think about, uh, uh, yeah, putting, uh, <laughs> putting SpongeBob and Patrick there in the third row? It's amazing. They got to use that as advertising space. Ooh. Cause they could probably get more money than they would tickets revenue. That's interesting. Cause if you're just selling all those, to big businesses, like fortune 500 companies, like you could make your money back very quickly. Do you guys see, bubonic plague in china yeah we're not gonna talk about yeah, that i'm out i'm out what if, that's, Hap- if that like, happens i don't know how that i don't know how the heck that ha- how does that how you know i mean it's it's always been around i guess it's it takes like a thousand people a year or something like that it's in rats yeah it's in marmot marmots is that like a bee marmots marmot marmot, marmot. marmot. Yeah. it's a marmot yeah it, you, why, why do you say it's so good it's like a Marmot. It's like a prairie dog. You're saying like, it's so obviously, it's a marmot. Right, right. Marmot. Well, you heard that, right? Yeah. He got all phonetic <laughs> on me. That was interesting. It's a marmot. He, we, we, he put the emphasis on the right syllable. That's all. Yes, sir. All right. Going back to the health, we mentioned it a couple of times, but uh, we're going to talk about guys opting out now. So, like we mentioned, David Price uh, is made the decision with his family to not play this year. Uh, we've talked about, you know, if, if some more high-profile names opt out of these seasons, are we going to see replacement players? Are we even going to see a season at all? Obviously, a little bit of that. But what, what are your takes on players opting out of these shortened seasons? Can't blame them. What are you going to do? Like, it's, it's absolutely in the player's interest, best frame of, like, frame of mindset to do whatever they feel is necessary to stay healthy. And, I mean – me personally, I, I, I mean, if Mike Trout were to opt out, if David Price were to opt out, if Chris Sale were to opt out, like, or if any any high caliber, low caliber, all star, non all star player were to opt out, it's like there still needs there's still going to be a game. I mean, if anything, the teams would work harder. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like teams with players of that talent level 
where they just have that like they just have that one guy. They have right. the guy that people come to see. Like I kind of feel like they have a chip on their shoulder. It's like, oh, you know, we have Otani, we have Mike Trout. We don't need to care because they're just here to watch us. Like I could be completely wrong. I don't know how you know the Angels of Anaheim work. I don't. I haven't even seen a game of theirs. But it's just like you know, it, you can't really blame them. I mean, and I, there's a probably a fifty-fifty shot at this point that it's not even going to matter. Like they're just right. they might be beating everybody to the curb. Exactly. I feel like you could blame somebody if the MLB had a sound plan in place. And I think that they're very much lacking in that department. I I think that any return to play plan should have been made months ago. And I think with all the time in the world during quarantine, the players association and the owners should have come together to make something before they did. But because they didn't, I really can't blame the players for sitting out. I mean, unless you're on a contract year, it's not in your best interest to play and put your yourself at risk and put your family at risk, especially since, since it's not underneath a bubble like rest of the major sports. Right, right. And that's what I was going to say where they were kind of originally talking about putting the baseball players in a bubble, but that was what the players held their hands up to first. Like, hey, I can't be away from my family for that long, right? I can't yeah. be, I can't be, you know, just in the spring training home for forever. So... It's a give and take, but I, I agree with, with kind of both sides. Part of, part of both of your answers there that uh, it's definitely in the better better safety and the better health of these guys. But at the end of the day, they, they very well could just be beating, beating themselves to the punch and just saving themselves a few extra weeks of, of training and, and stress. And now they're already you know into their offseason and, and getting to be with their families and, and heal up for hopefully another full season next year, right? That's the goal. If, if we want to keep playing, we – this season's going to be with an asterisk anyways, so it doesn't really matter what, what ends up happening this year as long as everybody stays safe and that we can continue playing sports and winning championships in Boston, right? So, Correct. I have a prediction. Yes. What's that? I think that this season is going to be the most exciting season of baseball if we play it in recent memory. I'd agree memory. with that. In recent memory. Absolutely agree Because that, every yeah. game is going to be so significant and you're going to make moves with a purpose and you're not going to make moves to – kind of rest guys like we've seen in the past like everything is going to be done intentionally and with intent of a net game that's going to be something that's desirable absolutely hey do we have a coach yeah it's ron renicky he was the bench coach he was previously coached at milwaukee i think he brought the team to the playoffs too he was on that staff there. Yeah, no, he's long time journeyman. We do need to talk about football, and we need to talk about uh, sports' new richest man alive uh, in Patrick Mahomes. Worth so, every uh, penny. Holy shoot, man! Yep. He's played more high school football games than he has played in the NFL, and he's still got all that. Wreck him! Wreck him! Just give him a blank check, have him write whatever he wants, and just give it to the man. I think we're going to see a dynasty in Kansas City, and I'm here for it. He's going to be there for the next 12 years. Yeah. How are you going to pay Kittle and Tyreek Hill, though, after this? Because Hill yeah, is going to want the big bucks. I mean, uh, not Kittle, uh, Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelsey, yep. He's, a, he's the man, dude. He's so good. 
He's a beast. He's an absolute um, beast. Let's. By but the way, no, that is part of it, though. Is giving them, giving him all that much money. Like, how are, how is he going to pay for anybody else? Yeah. Um, I really don't know. I mean, like, they got some good young that, guys, though. It, it kind of comes to that. They've still got some room. It kind of comes at that crossroads where, like, if I'm a play, if I'm Tyreek Hill, right, and I know for a, a fact that. Mahomes is going to take me to a ship every year. Or he's going to, not every year, but he's going to bring me damn near close. Do I even care? Like, because if I'm, if I'm there, no. if I don't make up, if I don't make what I'm worth for the next four years, but I walk away with two more Super Bowls, I'm getting a max wherever I go. Because some other league, or not league, some other team doesn't have any weapon whatsoever. <clears throat> Patriots. <clears throat> Will pay a pretty penny for a guy like him. It's the same thing with Tyron Matthew. I mean, he's not going anywhere because he loves KC, but like, he's an all star. He's a beast. Like, their wide receiving core, I think, is the best in the league. No, I don't know about that. Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, Nicole Hardman, and Byron Pringle. Those guys have burners for days. I don't even know the last who's, two. Who's Byron said. Pringle? Well, he's he's fast, but Nicole Hardman. Stack of Pringle cans? Yeah. <laughs> Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman, insane. He's a tank. He, I think he might be faster than Tyreek. That's just literally no, not a chance. He's an could Olympic be close. Runner. It could be close. The cheetah. Okay, Evan, what are your thoughts on uh, no preseason there in the NFL? Um, that's kind of unfortunate. Everybody kind of likes the preseason because he did, and like you know, like the the Hall of Fame game and everybody's watching literally nothing in August and it's like, oh, you know. <laughs> I, I I don't really care about the preseason because it means nothing. But it's like one of those understood things in sport. Like, hey, guys, this doesn't mean anything. This is purely for your entertainment. It's like the summer league. Like, there's there's nothing going on in the NBA during the summer that you need to pay attention to. But it's like, oh, I'm I'm jonesing for a little bit of entertainment. Give me Give me five weeks of football that sucks. I want to see. I want to see Brian Hoyer throw dimes in Gillette. <laughs> Stidham throw for twenty yards. Um, but what teams are you guys excited about? Going, assuming there is an NFL season, what team? What teams have you excited? You know, it's going to be a weird dynamic seeing guys come out of camp cold without any pregame snaps. But I think the Pats are going to be one to watch out for. And Ooh. I don't say that because I'm in that area, the Patriots. Oh, the Pats. Okay. And I don't oh, say that they because they play in New England? Yes, yes, those guys. Okay. Uh, they had a quarterback, actually, who just left. Um, weird. I don't know his name. <laughs> no, no, he's a some weird skeleton-looking man. Anyways. Um, Danny Etling, yeah. So I, I think that this could benefit the Patriots because of Cam Newton in his ability to settle in a sterile offense like this. I, I think that communication is going to open up without the fans and without time to kind of get mixed up in the preseason. I think that he could go into that regular season game cold and make the most out of it. Maybe see a lot of RPO, maybe some down uh, downfield passes, maybe more than 20 yards, but no, I'm looking forward to it. I think the defense is going to be making this team good. Well, for me, aside from the usuals, so aside from the Ravens, they're going to be disgusting. Aside from the Chiefs, they're going to be disgusting. I am kind of excited to watch the Titans play because 
Okay. We only saw a little bit of what Tannehill can do. I mean, he's been under Miami for or under in Miami for a while doing nothing. And quote nothing. to quote my friend Peyton from when I was in college, I think we might be looking at the year of the Tannehill. I think he and dude Derek Henry is unbelievable. Unbelievable. He can he's a cheat code. He can eat me. He, <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. He literally can. He is an animal. And so that's like I'm excited to watch them play. I really love the Saints. But I mean, yeah, I was going to talk about them. So I, that's that was going to be my team, and I was really going to talk about the NFC South altogether being uh, a pretty convenient, pretty competitive uh, division altogether. But I wasn't even going there. I was going with the Saints, and I was going with the the Panthers and Christian McCaffrey because he's still a freaking beast. He's a nut job. Um, even with Bridgewater, he's a, though, he's a cheat code. That's Who even cares? Better, dude. Christian that's McCaffrey can run over anybody. That dude is a freak. I don't know why they don't use him wide out. As a wideout, like they did in college, because he could, yeah. he could burn some people. He can do it, man. So that's that's going to be oh, a heck of a also, division down there. I, I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a Pats fan, born and raised, but I want to see, I want to see Josh Allen want to be in the crowd at and I want him to go wild because I know that he's going to be. People are going to love him up there. And it's going to be so excited. So it's going to be great to see. But now, what about teams that you guys are like? Oh, they're going to be a they're going to be a dumpster fire. I'm not even going to bother watching them if they're like they're going to be a, a Thursday Monday night game at best. Philip Rivers on the Indianapolis that's, Colts. That's a shit show. Like that's literally. That's, <laughs> I, I had like four other four other teams loaded, and I was like, oh, you completely blew me away. I was like, that's way worse. The Chicago Bears, I don't know why they think that they could solve the problems that they've had with Trubisky by slapping Big Dick Nick in there. Like, I, <laughs> I get that having both compete for a job is going to bring out the best in either one, but neither of those are your guy that you're going to have for more than three years. I agree. And you could have used that help elsewhere to help your one quarterback that's still under contract. Yeah, you know what's my favorite part about the Bears? They have 11 tight ends. You heard what I said, just in case we forgot. They, really? they have no 11 way. tight ends. I'll say it again for the layman. They have 11 that sticks, 1-1, one, one, tight ends. Ground and pound football, baby. How, how does that even happen? Speaking of tight ends, I want David Njoku to go to the Pats. I love that guy. He is so good. Oh, yeah. He's yes. pretty cool. He's me. Um, I'm going to go with the, the Raiders. Ooh, the Raider and the Redskins, dude. They literal. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Washington football They're team. They're still called the Redskins. They're the... Right, barely. But, no, but the I mean, tailgate talk doesn't I'm, respect that. I, I agree. I'm definitely with you on that one. But I'm just saying that's what they're called now. Or we could also call them the Washington yeah, football those team. Guys. I think they're a shithole, and I think that they're going to suck. Just because you add Chase Young, who's literally like he's just like um, he's he's going to be a god. Yeah, he's he's just like um, I can't. I just said his name, um, Aaron Donald. No, Aaron Donald. No, um, he's going to be better than Aaron. Donald. Help me, help me. Running back, Titans. I can't. Yeah, Derek he's, Henry. he's a beast. He's a freak of nature. He's the Hulk. <laughs> like he's he's the Hulk. oh, and no, the he's Browns. a Terminator. They're gonna 
I think the Browns are going to spontaneously combust like a neutron star. I think Baker's going to be like, oh, I woke up feeling dangerous. And then OBJ is going to be like, dude, you overthrew it over my head like five times. <laughs> and then the coach is going to be like, hey, I'm brand new here. What do you guys think of me? And then they're just, I mean, they're going to get no less than five wins. I've been doing like a deep dive and I'm going to send you guys uh, something else like later on this week. And I want, I want your not projection, but I want what you think is going to happen for the up until week eight within the within the league. And I like, I think the Pats are going to do better than a lot of people think they are. And I think that um, the only undefeated team that there's going to be is the Seahawks. And I think people are like, no one's talking about them right now. We're well, only talking yeah. about um, Russell Westbrook, and people are forgetting that DK Metcalf is an animal. Absolute and lock it. He's a beast, and I I think this could be another you know this could be another Seahawks year. But my question of the day, question of the day, Evans' question of the day is: If you had to run an ICU, and there are two patients, but there's only one ventilator, and these are your choices, who are you going to give them to? So there's one ventilator between these two patients. The first patient, topical. The first patient is an 80-year-old man with an 80% chance of survival or a 10-year-old girl with 40% chance of survival. I'm going with a 10-year-old girl because the children are the future. Skipper. So within a percentage of survival for the 10-year-old are we talking about COVID here? We're talking about COVID. It's a ventilator. Did I go too deep? I think, I, I think we went a little deep, but we could have gone deeper. I think I'm giving it to the 10-year-old. Yeah, I'm giving it to the 10-year-old too. Children are the future. But okay. But if she Good doesn't enough. need it, then I would give it to the older guy. Well, and then my other question was, do we miss the XFL? I do. We will miss the XFL. No, they're going to come back. Probably not. I but don't like, know. They're well, being dragged through the lawsuit. Through the lawyer, through the uh, lawsuit. What lawsuit? Yeah, Wait, yeah. what Fucking, happened? What? Oliver Luck was the, I think the. The commissioner. Commish, yeah. Yeah, and he's suing Vince McMahon over wrongful termination. Because the league folded. I think he was terminated before the league folded. And he didn't get a separate Something package. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole. It's a. Whole, it's been a whole big deal. It's going to be a big deal. But he's Vince McMahon is still going to walk away with millions of dollars in his pocket. So he's a fucking be beast. Damn. Alrighty, that's been the pod. Uh, I think that's about all we've got. So head over to the website. We've got uh, some new articles up there. Scooter, what do you got? Uh, what are you working on over there in the writing lab? Top ten for multi-positional baseball players. Uh, Evan, what are you working on? What are you? Uh, what are some of articles? Some articles that people should read your words about. Um, nice, well said. Um, I'm just gonna look at you know, way too early to predict standings for the NFL because I want to be overly prepared for a season that could possibly not happen. We didn't talk about college football, but I, I hope college football. I'm very they're gonna be playing in the spring. 
Yeah, that that would be very unfortunate. I hope. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, people don't want to wear masks, man. Well, some football is better than no football, and that's why I think we'll miss the XFL. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So that's been it. Go to the website, read some stuff, share this podcast with your friends if you like it. Uh, if you don't, let's uh, just keep moving. Just uh, <laughs> act like it never happened. Right. So, thanks for reading in. Thanks for listening in. Catch you next time. See ya. Love y'all. Peace.